Hi, and welcome to Curls, Coils, and Crowns podcast, the podcast created to guide and help women and men on their curly and self-care journey. Because to me, taking care of your hair is self-care. We will learn the intimate history of black and brown hair, learn all the tips and tricks for new and different hairstyles, learn about new products, and of course, how to love yourself more and your crown. So stay tuned to keep up to date on all things curly hair. My name is Bailey Sims, owner of Bailey Brown Beauty, and I hope you enjoy this podcast and learn something new. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Curls, Coils, and Crowns podcast. Uh, thank you for being here. If you're new here, welcome. Um, so I'm just going to get straight into this episode. Uh, we're not going to do a fun fact today because we're kind of taking a little detour from the usual topics of curly hair, and we're going to talk about The Little Mermaid. And I'm just going to kind of talk from my heart and my thoughts. And I know I said tomorrow. I think I said tomorrow, like Thursday, and it's Sunday. My bad. See, what had happened was, you know, like, I just, life be lifing sometimes. And sleep be sleeping. And I was resting. I had to take a little mental rest. I took a day from, like, social media and, like, content creation for a little bit. Just a little 24-hour refresh, and then I hop back on it. So we're here today, and we're going to talk about The Little Mermaid. So, um, which is really good that I actually am talking about it today is because I ended up having a conversation with someone, a friend, and he and I were talking about, like, The Little Mermaid and, like, if he was going to go see it. And I was like, you need to go see it because, you know, I'm like, The Little Mermaid was my Disney movie growing up. Like, if I could be any mystical creature... If I could be any creature, because, you know, it may not even be that mystical. They might be, you know, I think mermaids are, are low-key kind of real. But anyway, <laughs> if I could be any creature, it would be a mermaid. I love mermaids. I'm obsessed. I've been obsessed. H2O was my was my series for a while. I'm actually re-watching it. <laughs> Nerding out. Sorry. I'm embarrassed. A little bit. Not really. But anyway, so, like, I really love mermaids. Uh, my favorite color is aquamarine. That's very, like, I don't know if y'all ever seen that movie, because that's also about a mermaid. So I have a little slight obsession with mermaids. But that was my Disney movie growing up. Like, and to be honest, like, I didn't think Prince Eric was that cute. I think there were definitely, like, cuter princes than Prince Eric. So it wasn't even the idea of um, necessarily, like, that prince that I was in love with. I was actually, like, in love with the Disney character of Ariel. Like, she was a princess I wanted to be because I loved how she had this separate life, these two different identities. Um, You know, her giving up her whole voice for a man, I didn't really agree with, you know, even when I was younger, but I did love the fact that she wanted to be a multidimensional person, if that makes sense. And this, I don't even know if you could really get that deep about Disney, but we gonna get there because this is what I saw for myself as a child I think like people are multi-dimensional we're not one-dimensional and the fact that she wanted to live on land and live in the water I was like oh I could do it all like she's a princess who does everything and then everything like kind of came you know together and then if y'all ever saw like the little mermaid 2 which I did see she ends up like Ariel ends up being like able to kind of go between both being fish and human and it's this whole thing and her daughter like you know is trying to grow up and learn about her history anyway the thing is let's really let's really unpack this the thing is 
is we have a black woman, black girl, we could say black girl, because I think I said black girl in one of my posts that I did because it reminds me of little black girls watching it because I was a little black girl watching it, right? But a black woman, because Halle Bailey is a whole woman, but, you know, black girl, same thing. But having someone who looks like you play a role that, you know, brought such a fantasy and such a romance into your life and such a a way of seeing yourself as something, you know, other than just one thing, I think is very impactful. And I know it can be like kind of cliche to say it, right? Like, but sometimes cliche things like hit home. Sometimes, sometimes cliche things are very, very real, right? And being able to see someone with a beautiful voice where not only is her talent being shown, in in numerous ways and in amazing ways in this film but also like the way that she shows up in the film I think she makes it her own which I really value um and I really respect and I just love Halle Bailey like she's just just a good soul in general like if you follow her on Instagram she's an amazing soul to like watch I would love to meet her one day like would love that but the importance of this film is you know we have a young black woman, you know, we always were, I feel like a lot of people have said, not always, but a lot of people have said, you know, Princess and the Frog is that one movie where, you know, you got the black Disney character and they're a frog for most of the movie, you know, like she's not a fish for most of the movie. She's a human for part of the movie. She doesn't have her voice, but you know, that's, you know, different, different detail. But I think that being able to see a woman, a black woman play this fantasy, play this like someone who's deserving of romance um, and to just like being able to like let black girls know that they can have a bit of fantasy. They can have a little bit of childhood fun and they can live in it and they can be in it and they can look at someone who looks like them rather than looking at all these white characters. Now, with the friend that I spoke to a couple of days ago, he pointed out he was like well why isn't the whole cast black like why would you just stop at Ariel and I think that is a very good point like if you're gonna blackify the movie blackify it right that that was a very good point like why are we not making Ursula black why are we not making the whole cast black um and I think there could have been a lot more soul role black characters like I think Prince Eric deserved to be a black boy too because I think it's also important for young black boys to see that they can be a prince right so to to show that black boys can live in fantasy and that black boys can give romantic gestures and kind of all those different things I think a black boy playing a role is also like a big prince role is also very important um and it could be it could have been balanced a little bit better with people of you know black and brown people uh to a certain extent I definitely agree with that like if we're gonna go black like let's go black um but I also don't want to take away from the fact that there's a black woman who is showing us and showing little girls around the world that they get to live in their fantasy and not only do they get to live in it they get to see themselves and I just think that's just so important um, I think that's so valuable. I think it sits home for me, um, you know, being 28 and not seeing that in 
in Disney characters who was a Disney fan. And I didn't really like recognize that, oh, this person doesn't necessarily look at look like me. Um, I don't think I realized how impactful it was, you know, until one day I showed up. Um, I think I drew a self portrait of myself and I showed up in my, my self portrait that I brought home to my mom. This little girl had blonde hair, blue eyes, but black skin. And she was like, that, that's a self portrait that looks like you. And I was like, yeah, that looks like me. And you, you don't realize how impactful it is to see these characters and how they portray what beauty is, right. And beauty in skin, hair, whatever. And it's showing you that it's, that is definitely not you, right? This 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 mermaid don't got kinky curly hair. This mermaid doesn't look like this. And the fact that they took not only Hallie being the little mermaid and even with her hair, like let's get on topic of hair. The fact that her hair was in locks and it was in like this bohemian kind of lock style, like just shows you that they took it above and beyond they didn't just slap on some red wig on top of her to make her just look just like Ariel like they kept it they kept it cohesive in a lot of ways but they also made it different and I definitely value that now for the um musicality and kind of like some of what the characters new roles were like or the different characteristics that the new characters took on even though they kept a lot of the same traditions or same things from the original little mermaid eric and his little singing number Ooh, baby no, i don't know about that i mean he i think he deserved a little moment you know, silence and acting, but he had a whole musical number, and uh, that was the literally the most awkward part for me. And I'm pretty sure this is a very talented guy. I think he did show his talents and he showed his his range, but that just wasn't giving what it needed to have given in that moment. And I was like, "Ooh, let's let's go back to to Ariel," um, <laughs> in the moment in the theater. But also, I love the cinematography of the film. I actually ended up seeing it in 3D, and I'm not a 3D person. Like, the last time I saw anything in 3D was when the glasses had blue and red side, and it was Spy Kids 3D, which I'm pretty sure that was, like, the first 3D movie that ever came out. So that was when I saw the latest 3D movie. So being able to see this film in 3D, like, whoa, I was like, wow, I didn't know 3D was like this now because I avoid 3D at all costs. So I think I'm going to start seeing movies in 3D. Um, But the cinematography of the film was really, really great. I know like a lot of it was very um, digital or I forget what it's called, like when they do it, a lot of like AI or green screen or whatever. But what I really liked is under the sea was a very visual appealing moment they didn't like over cartoon or anime the natural setting of the ocean and the ocean creatures and the marine life so I feel like that was really really nice like they basically used how naturally the marine life would be or move in the water as the you know moment or the dance and under the sea so they didn't go too far away and then add like eyes to every single thing and I know like in the film like everything had eyes like in the cartoon everything had eyes and stuff so I think it was very important to keep a lot of things looking like how it would in the actual ocean keeping things like centered to like what it would actually be or how 
you know octopus would move in the water like that intrigued me i don't know maybe i'm a nerd because i pay attention to that kind of stuff yeah i'm a nerd but it's fine I really pay attention to those kinds of things and that I really valued that because not everything needs eyes. Like, you know, like if you were to create this kind of realistic experience, but also some, some meet it some at a point of fantasy and, you know, this, uh, fiction moment. Is it fiction, nonfiction? Wait a second. Hold on, y'all. Non, is it nonfiction? I be getting those two mixed up. Is it? Am I the only one? Hold on. Oh yeah. So fiction moment. I said it right. Look at me. Okay. So you know the two meeting of this fiction and kind of reality nonfiction moment of what the marine life would be underwater, how the little coral reefs would be, or how plankton. Is that plankton? Is plankton in the ocean? You know I should really re up on my uh, marine life. But anyway, y'all kind of get what I'm saying. Like. The different things, different animals that would move underwater. It was really cool to be able to see that and it not be super animated, you know. Um, what else? So I also think what they were trying to play off of in the film was kind of similar to like Cinderella with Brandy, Whitney Houston, Ruby Goldberg, all that. Like they were kind of like kind of give it a mixed family for Eric right so he wasn't just like with his like white family or whatever like his mom was african-american or black um or caribbean i don't she wasn't even african-american i think she was caribbean um and so kind of being able to like do like that mixed family sort of scenario like the cinderella i did really like that i did appreciate that from the film um one thing i will say is keen triton he said there was plenty of fish and he got with all the fishes because the daughters, they don't look the same. Okay, we got one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. We got all the fishes because he he was out there. Um, so Ariel's sisters were very diverse, <laughs> which is good because like there was like this one, I think one mermaid. She had like an afro in the water and like a tail, and I was like, yes, that's me. Um, so I think that was really great about the film. And I don't know, I think like y'all should just go and support this film. And even if you don't like it, give, give it support in that you're giving your money to something because, you know, as much as we say, oh my gosh, we want, you know, black people on film. How come the whole film wasn't black? Y'all know you'd be seeing the Avengers and not everybody in that thing was black. So, you know, just even if you go to it and you don't like it, like spend your money on it, like spend your money on supporting Halle Bailey and what she represents for young children and young black girls because it is a stepping stone and you know of course we want more of course there's other more things we could go for in Disney more things that could be better about Disney and I completely agree I'm not saying it stops here it shouldn't stop here and yeah they could have done better you know but I also think that to support Halle Bailey so that we can show that, hey, we have the power to do better and support our black people and support black community and support black artists is very important, is very important. So um, I'm sorry if I spoiled some things, but y'all seen The Little Mermaid before? Y'all act like you ain't never seen it before. Um, there is a spin off of how, so I'm going to like disclaimer, if you want to stop 
this review here, you should probably stop and come back to it later. Okay, so spoiler alert, it's um, instead of Eric saving Ariel, Ariel saves Eric, which, you know, I love girl power. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you, babe? Like, I don't need, always need a man to save me. Matter of fact, you know, I'm going to save you, but I also am not going to be a safe haven for saving men. That's a little personal, but I'm just saying, you know, like, it's great. Like, girl power, like, I don't need no one to save me. So I really liked how they changed the ending instead of Eric saving Ariel, Ariel saving Eric, which is really cool. So, yeah, I hope you guys go watch The Little Mermaid, and I hope you enjoy it. I really want to go see it again, so I'm probably going to see it on Tuesday next week during $5 Movie Tuesdays and just enjoy it by myself. But, yeah, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you learned something new. <laughs>